Precious, the 2022 National Champion! An unbelievable finish to a wonderful 2024 with Texas. Now back-to-back national champions being crowned here for the NCAA Volleyball Championships in Tampa Bay. Woo! Can you catch your breath yet, Mr. Rob Higgins? It was a it was a thrilling, it was a fulfilling, and it was certainly an exciting 2023. Uh, I mean, how on earth do you encapsulate what we were able to see here in Tampa Bay in this last year? There was no better way to cap off 2023 than with the Division One Women's Volleyball Championship. It was amazing. It was 14 years in the making. We hadn't hosted since 2009. And uh, we'd been bidding on the event and couldn't wait to get it back. And then of all the years to get it, when you look at the growth of women's volleyball, you look at the historic nature of the season, and we'll get into some of those records that were set in in, in Tampa as well. Um, it, we just got the ideal year. It was certainly worth the wait. I'll give you a cool backstory as a now you just shared the the Texas audio. Literally, when we did the team welcomes as they got off the planes at the airport, you know we had rolled out the red carpet. And we had club volleyball players there who had made posters for each team. We had a steel drum band, and we're handing them oranges and bottles of water, and and really celebrating the moment that they touched down in in Tampa. Uh, Coach Elliott from Texas, when he walked off the plane said, man, I loved it here in 2009, except for those two points, because they had <laughs> led in 2009 in the final, they had Penn State on the ropes, uh, who had won over 100 straight matches. Uh, they uh, Texas had won the first two sets, and then Penn State came back with a reverse sweep and won 16-14 in the fifth, in one of college volleyball's greatest matches of all time. So it's just ironic you know, he he literally landed in Tampa and was ready to avenge those two points from 14 years earlier. And boy, did they do it in a in a big way. I mean, you look at their run through the tournament, you know, the three best consensus teams throughout the year were really Stanford, um, then Wisconsin and Nebraska. And it's, it's hard to beat one of those teams, but to think of the way they did in three straight matches uh, is really just a, a testament to how great of a program they are. And you've, they're now defending back-to-back national champions. It was truly incredible. I mean, even the, the finer touches of their team bus being wrapped in national championship uh, signage, right? As, as the team walks out uh, with the confetti having fallen, uh, the emotion still there. Uh, you know, I, I know how, how all out, you know, this team Tampa Bay uh, group goes to make sure that every single detail is seen through. And that's just a, a microcosm of what was a miraculous and incredible weekend. Welcome to the Game Day Everyday podcast. This looking back on the year 2023 and, and what an amazing, amazing year it was, not just for our city, but for all uh, of the events we were able to welcome here to Tampa Bay. That is Rob Higgins, the executive director of the Tampa Bay Sports Commission. I am Ryan Bass. And and we capped off 2023 with the NCAA Division I uh, Volleyball Championships. It was an incredible tournament, Rob, being able to be in the building uh, to witness history being made, not just record-setting attendance numbers uh, on the semifinals and then the championships, but to see the television numbers that came through as well with the first ever championship game being broadcast on ABC. Um, 
I know that you hold these events to a high standard, Rob, but to use the word perfect, I don't think would be a stretch because it certainly felt that way, uh, given everything and all the momentum coming into this tournament and the way that these teams and Team Tampa Bay responded. Well, I, I love the word perfect, but I also love the word historic. And uh, for our community to work hand in hand with the NCAA, we have such a fantastic partnership with them and Kristen Fazbender and Holly Strauss O'Brien, their chair, and so many others really pull, poured their heart and soul into this event. And I, I always want to give credit to our teams, um, but I, I want to call out Claire Lessinger specifically because uh, her leadership and vision uh, behind the scenes throughout over that 14 year time period it has been incredible and that that's you know what the rewarding part is i know how much it meant to her so to see these records then uh fall uh is is awesome and just a cherry on top i mean you look at the attendance on thursday night for the semifinals we set the attendance for the highest ever uh, for the national semifinals, not only the national semifinals, but for an indoor college volleyball match with 19,598. And then just three days later to then come through and break our own record. I think we set a record for the shortest held record <laughs> of all time. Uh, and to have 19,727 fans pack Amelie Arena. I don't know how we were able to squeeze in anymore uh three days later like we did but we we were fortunate to do it and so now the largest uh college volleyball crowd to ever watch uh, an indoor match uh the record is here and number two is here as well and not only did the people enjoy it that were here but then the people at home to know that nearly two million people on abc watched uh the college volleyball national championship was phenomenal and as you and i have talked about in the past i mean those are folks that are usually in colder parts of the country to sort of have the beauty shots and everything marketing our community is invaluable to us but all in all i would just say it, it was such an amazing journey um was so thrilled to see it go well for claire for team tampa bay for the ncaa uh and most importantly the student athletes i mean these kids i say kids these young women have dreamed their entire life of getting an opportunity to play for a national championship. And that dream is probably pretty lofty in their minds. And our goal and expectation is to exceed whatever that vision is and have just memories and moments that are going to last forever for them that they're going to be telling their grandkids about. So with any luck, from what we understand from the positive feed that, feedback that we've gotten from the student athletes and coaches, it seems like they do have those memories that will last a lifetime. Um, and we just couldn't be more appreciative of the opportunity. And with any luck, we'll we'll have it back sooner than 14 years from now. The pageantry, the competition, uh, and the memories made will last a lifetime. And I'd venture to to to, to guess, Rob, and, and put a nice little bet that uh, it won't be 14 years uh, before Tampa Bay is hosting another NCAA uh, Women's Volleyball Championships, given uh, the reaction. Uh, given, I, I had an opportunity to go out and chat with a bunch of fans, uh, you know, at FanFest during the semifinals, and the excitement, the passion, the love, uh, you know, we couldn't have asked 
for a, a better scene setter. And we certainly could have asked for better competition um, for this, these volleyball championships here in town. But Rob, you know, you look back. Oh, did you have one oh, thing you wanted to add to that? I was going to give you a plug if that's okay. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen the video Ryan's referencing, you got to check out our, our YouTube. Uh, we have a lot of different videos from throughout the week, including Ryan's fan piece, which was awesome. Then we also worked with a USF women's lacrosse player, uh, Sophia, that helped cover the event, as well as some of our press pass kids that did an awesome job. And then on our website, there's a variety of different articles from Joey Johnston that really set the scene, whether you were there or you weren't. Um, you got to hear from the coaches directly. You got to hear from the players and just how much the experience meant to them. And and these are legends in the game that were saying, you know, that we should be a regular stop. Uh, Coach Elliott said we should be here. They should be here every year. We would sign up for that 100%. But realistically, even, you know, Coach Cook was talking about how we should definitely be in some sort of a rotation. So, it's, it's an honor to hear that from him. We don't take it lightly. And certainly if and when we have an opportunity to host again, uh, we're going to do everything we can to make him proud. Thank you for, for the kind plugs. All of our content, uh, again, check out you know the Tampa Bay Sports Commission's YouTube page. Check out tampasports.org. Um, there's so much content to, to just kind of digest as we recap and look back on a very successful NCAA Volleyball Championships. But Rob, what a 2023 it was. And, and just... When you when you summarize and you you look back on the achievements uh, of the world class events we were able to bring to town, whether it was the men's frozen four or uh, a historic banana ball at Steinbrenner Field or the Road to Tampa Bay Volleyball Invitational, there's so many of these NCAA volleyball championships, and there's so many different events in between that um, that that make up what was a really successful year. What stands out to you before we look ahead to 2024? What stands out from 2023? And, and when you look back on the successful year that it was for our city, uh, the sports commission and the events we had in town, what pops into your mind? It's hard to put a finger on, you know, three, four, five hundred different things that weren't uh, amazing to us in this last year. But just to name a few, you look back uh, and uh, have our third NCAA men's frozen four uh, and the historic nature of that event for us to have the third highest attendance of all time during the event's 75th anniversary for the TV viewership to be nearly double the year prior. And for us to head to overtime uh, for, to crown a national champion is, is certainly things that we will never forget. And then just a few weeks later, our first opportunity to host the Savannah Bananas, uh, two sold-out nights at Steinbrenner Field that were epic with our good friend Jesse Cole and their whole cast and crew uh, of players. Uh, certainly our fans and the folks that attended those nights will never forget that as well. And then you look at us turning the page, very few communities have an opportunity to host a Frozen Four or an NCAA Division I Women's Volleyball Championship, and to think our community hosted them both within an eight-month time frame. And we naturally wanted to make sure that um, the Division I Women's Volleyball Championship in December went well, so we created this Road to Tampa Bay Invitational with you know four of the top college volleyball programs in the country uh, with Florida and USF and Georgia Tech and Penn State. And, I mean, we almost got a couple of those back 
to our community back in December, but it was a great way to kick off the season, let everybody know uh, that we were focused and we met business in terms of, of college volleyball and the attendance on it to go from when we hosted a similar event back in 09 to have 5,000 people to then have over 13,500 people for this year's event was, was incredible as well. And then the last thing that I'll reference before we look into the future is just from an overall hotel visitor room night perspective with the youth and amateur events uh, that we were able to bring to the community. I know just a couple episodes ago, we had Jason Augie from our team on. Him and Tony Diaz do such a fantastic job uh, in terms of recruiting youth and amateur events and then hosting them once we get them. And our high watermark ever uh, for hotel visitor room nights uh, across the board was about 220 thousand room nights uh and that included i believe it was super bowl at the time and this past year we did two hundred and fifty thousand room nights and that didn't include a super bowl or a college football playoff national championship so just a variety of successes across the board none of it would be possible without so many great partners between hillsborough county and then our friends at the city of tampa and our convention and business bureau and our hotels and our event venues and our ancillary event venues everybody our volunteers our community ambassadors there's everybody has a piece in, in the success and uh has done a, an incredible job over this last year but naturally we're not going to rest. We're going to continue to build on it into 2024 as well. Team Tampa Bay has so many invaluable members to it uh, and and am so grateful for you, your entire team uh, and, and the work that they've done uh, in 2023 to, to not only put on, but successfully host these incredible events. One of the highlights for me of 2023 was kicking it off with a just a, a, an amazing sneaker soiree, which is, it's, it's, it's just mind boggling that, 365 days later, almost, we're about to prepare for yet another here coming up next week, Mr. Rob Higgins. And the sneaker soiree was was full of energy and fun with the big show being part of the, the hosting cast last year with you. Uh, so excited to see what's in store for this year's sneaker soiree, which is always one of the premier events that we have here in town. What can you tell me? It's coming up uh, you know, next Friday. Um, what can we expect uh, and what will be celebrated and highlighted at, at our annual sneaker show, uh, soiree showcase? Well, there's so many great stories in our community. It's hard to narrow it down. And we, we really try to keep a pulse on all the different inspirational and heroic things that take place um, as part of our sports community throughout the year. And so this is our one annual celebration. We do it in conjunction with our professional franchises, the Rays, the Lightning, the Bucks, as well as USF and now the Rowdies and Tampa Bay Sun FC as well. And we just want to make sure that we as a sports community, as Team Tampa Bay, you know, shine a light and honor uh, so many inspiring individuals that are doing amazing things in, in our community. So to the who's who the sports community attends, it's uh, literally been sold out for 12 straight years, never gone to, to public sale. Um, and we are pumped. We can't let the cat out of the bag in terms of all the different surprises um i can i can tell you it's going to be the best ever which is a hard and a, a statement to make considering some of our, our past ones like last year when you look at the big show as you referenced and steven stamkos and chris godwin and tyler glass now and so many others that were involved and in this year we're going to uh to certainly make a run at that if not exceed it so we're looking forward to it it's going to be a great night 
First time we've ever been at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Tampa. Uh, they've been fantastic partners uh, throughout, as well as all the different sponsors that are involved uh, that have been supporting it and really helping us raise money for local youth sports programming. Can we step up your shoe game a little bit this time, though, Rob? I mean, I, I think that's the one area where I'd say, I mean, some feedback is necessary here. So some Jordan 1s or some Air Force 1s. Like I, I feel like we could elevate your shoe game just a tiny bit for the soiree. Well, I always like to bring out a special pair. Um, our good friends at Under Armour always look out for me. Uh, the past few years, uh, they've been some really limited edition Currys. Uh, I'm excited to see. They have not arrived yet, but I'm excited to see what they have in store uh, for us. But uh, they have been with us every step of the way for every soiree and have done an awesome job uh, supporting our community as well. So, so hats off to them. And again, we're looking forward to an epic night. We're so excited and grateful for our partners at Under Armour and, and what they do to, to not only outfit Rob, but our entire team Tampa Bay with some sweet kicks for the soiree. Looking ahead to 2024 quickly, Rob, I know we've got an event coming up. I mean, in terms of sleep, I don't know how you do it, but Royal Rumble is set to be here on the 27th at Tropicana Field, followed by Monday Night Raw on the 29th at Amelie Arena. It's going to be an epic weekend clashing with Gasparilla. There'll be much more to come in 2024, but uh, give us a little sneak peek of what you guys are prepping for to get ready for Royal Rumble. And then uh, what you're most excited for in 24 is we've got a number of big events yet again coming to town. Yeah, Royal Rumble is going to be another awesome event weekend here. Uh, kind of a, a different one from a standpoint of uh, it bridging the entire bay with events on both sides of it. And certainly when you look at major events like the Super Bowl and College Football Playoff National Championship and, um, you know, WrestleMania and others, uh, we've found ways to incorporate both sides of the bay. And that's really what's happened here. Um, Rays, the Rays baseball has been uh, fantastic partners with helping really um, organize the Royal Rumble specifically on the night of January 27th at Tropicana Field. And then our friends at Amelie Arena uh, obviously are working hard on Monday Night Raw on January 29th, just a couple days later. So we wanted to create this overall weekend that incentivizes the WWE Universe to uh, to travel into town and stay here and enjoy all that our community has to offer. To think that Gasparilla is that same weekend is incredible as well. So they'll get exposed to to that some of some of them for the very first time. And so what a weekend it's going to be. Uh, we really appreciate and thank our our partners at WWE for awarding our overall region this opportunity. And we're looking forward to making sure it's a huge huge success. You'll start to see a lot of the signage and whatnot going up since we're now within a month away. Uh, but I can tell you with the passion and enthusiasm that our community has uh, for professional wrestling, as well as all the different superstars that live here, it, there's no doubt it's going to be an iconic weekend here. That's for sure. Yeah, this is certainly a, a home base that loves and appreciates uh, the sport of professional wrestling and uh, cannot wait to see how you blend uh, not only Royal Rumble and, and Monday Night Raw, but the events in with Gasparilla. We saw it for the NHL All-Star Weekend a few years back. I know we're going to have the same level of excitement here as well. All right, Rob, quickly looking into 2024, I know Banana Ball will be back again, yet again, at Steinbrenner Field this year, but there's a number of big events we're looking forward to for our community. Uh, what highlights can you fill us in on in terms of what you and your team will be preparing? Preparing for as we get ready for uh, yet, an, yet another epic year here in 24. 
Yeah, absolutely. Savannah Bananas back February 8th through the 10th. Last year, two nights. Uh, this year, three nights. Uh, we can't wait. They have been awesome partners as well. And I can tell you, it's going to be a packed three days at Steinbrenner Field. Then um, you look at then as the spring starts to unfold, we'll be basically going uh, on deck and then on the clock for Women's Final Four. So we host that a year from April. Uh, this year it's in Cleveland. Uh, next year it's here. So we're starting to really focus on it. Uh, you'll see a logo come out in the not-too-distant future uh, for it, as well as um, a lot of the planning is really starting to take and hold uh, with the NCAA making regular visits. Um, there'll be some other events, none of which we're able to uh, announce just yet. But obviously our listeners, as you've so taught me to do over the years, should be some of the very first to hear the news as it unfolds. But I can promise you 2024 will be action-packed, will be record-setting, and will be historic in its own right, that's for sure. Knowing the work you, your team, and this entire community does to rally around the events, uh, I know that to be a certain, my friend, that this year is going to be just as fruitful as 2023 was. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you. I enjoy uh, our conversations on this podcast, each and every opportunity we get to do it. Uh, I love and appreciate your team. It has been an amazing 2023. My friend, I hope, I hope you've been able to get some sleep because it's going to be an action-packed 2024 as well, looking ahead to the soiree and Royal Rumble here in a few weeks. Buddy, this has been awesome. Uh, cannot wait to see what's in store for this uh, this amazing year ahead. Yeah, no sleep till summer is the um, <laughs> is the motto we have uh, in the office. But the reality is, I'm sure we'll have some great events in summer too. So I don't know, no sleep till 2026, 20, 27. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we are having a blast every step of the way. Uh, who needs sleep when you're having this much fun? Amen. Amen to that. Thanks to all of our listeners. Game Day Everyday Podcast. Excited for uh, a number of episodes coming your way here in 2024.